Hello, this is David Oram, safely returned to Pakistan, taking you around the world of cricket. India won the one-off test match versus Bangladesh by 208 runs, after a mammoth first innings total of 687 for six declared. Skipper Virat Kohli again led the way with 204, his fourth test double century in six months. In his last 25 tests, he's hit 2,596 runs at 66.5, with 10 tonnes. And under his captaincy, India has now gone 19 tests without defeat, the fifth best sequence in history. The record is held by West Indies. They had 27 unbeaten games between 1982 and 1984. The world number one's India, next host Australia, in a four-test series beginning next week. The tourists arrived in Mumbai yesterday, although Australia is also currently playing Sri Lanka in a 2020 series. Indeed, the last of the three games is the day before the first test begins. The first 2020 is on Friday. That day also sees a 2020 between New Zealand and South Africa, which is followed by three ODIs. South Africa are now the number one ranked ODI side in the world, after drubbing Sri Lanka 5-0. Faf du Plessis hit 185 in the fourth game, the second highest ever ODI score for his country, behind Gary Kirsten's 188 not out in 1996. In the fifth match... Hashim Amla and Quentin de Kock both struck hundreds, de Kock going past 3,000 ODI runs in the process. And South Africa's Imran Tahir took 10 wickets in the series with his leg spin, and he's now ranked the world's top ODI bowler, ahead of Trent Bolt and Samuel Orion. Elsewhere, Joe Root was named as England's new Test match captain, while Zimbabwe and Afghanistan will begin a five-match ODI series on Thursday. But did you know that the first-ever first-class match in Hong Kong took place this week? Netherlands were the visitors, and they held on for a draw with Peter Seeler and Australian-born Ben Cooper adding an unbroken 288 for the sixth wicket in the second innings to save the match. The sides now play two ODIs starting Thursday. A couple of anniversaries. Next Sunday would have been the 80th birthday of Australia's Norm O'Neill. Hailed as the new Bradman early in his career, his high point was his brilliant 181 in the famous Tide Test of 1960 that was described as sparkling champagne by writer Jack Fingleton. O'Neill hit six centuries in his 42 Test career between 1958 and 1965, his last series being in the Caribbean. But he was dropped after that, aged 28, and was sanctioned by Cricket Australia for penning a series of outspoken articles in which he labelled Charlie Griffith as an obvious chucker who could kill someone if allowed to continue throwing. As it turned out, it was O'Neill who was not allowed to continue batting, at least at the highest level. He died of cancer in 2008, aged 71. Yesterday was the 175th anniversary of the birth of a man notable for not playing Test cricket. No, I'm not talking about the BCA Stephen Leslie. He was only 39 on Monday. I'm referring to Englishman Ted Pooley. Pooley should have been England's wicketkeeper in the first ever Test match in 1877, but was instead locked up in a jail in New Zealand, charged with assault and malicious damage of property. This followed an incident in a match between the tourists and 22 local players, when Pooley had bet a spectator at odds of 20 to 1 that he could predict the score of each batsman. He promptly nominated each player to make naught, of which half the opposition did, providing handsome winnings. Furious, not least because Pooley had actually umpired the match, the loser refused to pay up. Tempers flared and words and blows were exchanged. Pooley was detained, incarcerated and fined, but was later released and reimbursed by sympathetic townsfolk. 
but it was too late for him to join the boat trip to Australia with his teammates, and England lost the test without a proper wicketkeeper. Pooley never did play a test match, but he was generally regarded as the greatest and bravest stumper of his generation. Once losing three front teeth, standing up to the stumps to fast bowling on a fiery pitch, fortified by Dutch courage. By the end of his career, his hands had been reduced to mere lumps of deformity. But he never lost his love of betting, nor of the bottle. And he died destitute in a workhouse, aged 65, in 1907. And finally... Spare a thought for my sadly neglected greeting cardless wife Christine because, believe it or not, Valentine's Day is banned here in Islamabad. So, until next time and wishing much love to you and your nearest and dearest, this has been Around the World of Cricket with David Oram. <laughs>